Hey, welcome back everybody to What's the Trend, Yana's podcast show where people come to get inspired about the latest trends today. On the show, we have inspiring conversations with real business practitioners, influencers, and rising stars. We present you with endless opportunities so you can take action, get your business to the next level. More so, we educate about all those trends and talk about the practical skills in branding, business, and human behavior you need to attain success and set the trend. So who am I? For the people who never heard about me before, my name is Nicholas Polito. I'm a self-taught brand designer and entrepreneur and in the process of building a massive branding agency, let me help you to build your brand and share the information I have gained over the past years as an entrepreneur in business. All you need to do is tune in on the daily episode to recommend this show to a couple peers that being said, thanks for spending some time with me today and enjoy the show. The episode starts now. See ya. Hey everybody, what's going on? Back on the podcast. So awesome to be back with you guys here. Hopefully having a great day today and uh, you are about to have, enjoy a really great episode because this episode is dedicated to all the peers who were asking me, hey man, I don't want to make a business, I want to create a service, a product or something like that. But the most important thing is your product. Because people look like, hey man, yes, yeah, sales is important. Sales is really important. But guess what? If you are in the process, where if you're not working for somebody, if you are creating your own product or service, you need to know what it comes down to when you create a service or product what are what are the denominators someone makes a decision to basically buy into your product or your service let's say you develop a a fantastic idea or fantastic product and everybody wants to have it well there are still some things um you need to uh pay attention to when you develop a product so guys let's get right into it into the head of your freaking customer the customer, the client who's just basically believing in you, buying into you left and right, doing everything you tell him to do. Every single time you launch a new product, every single time you create a service, he just comes in, hey man, I'm first. Well, in reality, a customer, before he becomes a loyal foil follower like Apple, everybody who loves an Apple is going to buy the next product. Everybody likes the Apple store. Everybody loves it. People are killing themselves to get the new best thing. So, how do you become the next Apple? Well, we're not talking about this because it's really hard to replicate, but it's not impossible. But we're talking about nine pointers here in this episode that will essentially essentially decide whether your product is being sold or not. And it indicates on how people make buying decisions. What does someone need to know in order to buy your product? Or what does need to happen with your product in order to improve it? So let's start with the first thing. Efficiency. When you have a product, it needs to be very efficient. I look at it. How well does it work is my first first question. How well does it work, man? Doesn't even work? You're kind of suspicious. I never heard about this before. Hmm? The number two thing is Speed. How quickly does it work? Uh, like for for a matter of fact, I bought I bought a MacBook Pro last year. In the last year, that's about right. Or was it in January? I I don't know. 
Yeah, well, well, it was last year in December, something, something like that. Bought a MacBook Pro. Matter of fact, no, I think I bought two or something. I have yeah, one for myself, yeah. So essentially, um, the minute I put it out, of, I took it out of the box, took a two, took a couple seconds, and it was on. It was like speed. I'm like, hey man, cool, that's cool. And then the third thing is reliability. Can I depend on it to do what I want, whenever I want, with whom I want, <laughs> whatever? Can I depend on it? Dependency is really important because if I cannot depend on it, if, if I can trust that it works when it works, when it's supposed to work, well, well guess what? You're going to have a really hard time selling it because if it does not work all the time, well, and, and they're like, hey, man, it's in 99% cases it works. Well, I mean, you could, but you better make sure that it works and I can depend on it because if I really need it and it's not working, man, that's going to fuck up your reputation. Like, um, back in the day when I was still living in Germany and I was living in a small town, we had an internet pro- provider, and every single time you needed that internet service for something really important, like, uh, either my dad was at home or somebody else uh, needed that service, even my me, myself, um, it would not work. Which is coincidence. Every single time you needed it the most, as I came, and that sucks. Eventually, they, they lost their business, and... Uh, our business and yeah well everybody got went to the competitor but that should not happen to you okay nobody should because it's it's not that hard you just need to create a great product so fourth is ease of use so how much effort does it require how much how much do i need to know in order to use it do i need to read a manual do i need something uh, to educate myself on it what what's the requirement here? Because the harder it is to use a product, basically the harder it is to sell, guys. Because if I don't can if I if, if it's if it's like rocket science, well, it's it's not really consumer friendly. So you need to. That's why iPhones sell a lot better than Androids. Matter of fact, because iPhones are easy. The software is easy. It's not that complicated. Androids is always is hidden things. Obviously, um, Androids are a lot more insecure as Androids they. They look stupid. Well, that's my opinion. Hardcore Apple fan. Anyway, now, um, number five, flexibility. How many things does it do? How many features does it have? Because people are looking for the best deal. They're looking for something that is has a variety of, of things that it can solve, a variety of problems. So if you create a service or a product, well, it can be specific but it's a lot more attractive. It solves a lot of problems for this guy. And and you can't always find these problems, right? So, now, the next thing you know is um, status. How does this affect the, the way others perceive me? Will I be more cool? Will I have more style? Will I be known a little bit? Said that another day. Whatever. Well, matter of fact, um, like with the old iPhone, like you you see these iPhones, they they represent status. Matter of fact, do me a favor right now. Do me a favor right now. I did this myself. Here's the point: what I should do. If you don't have an iPhone yet, well, I'd say there's another issue. But you need to get an iPhone. You're a man, and I would not try this out in the United States. But if you're a male guy in the United States and move to a different country or basically visit a different country, whatever it may be. Let's say Europe for a second. 
because I think that that's a little bit more cooler or something like that. So just just go with that iPhone. You but just put an iPhone. You go up to a girl if you're a guy. If you're if you're a girl, you're the opposite. You go up to a guy, whatever you're into. I don't judge. And you go up to the opposite sex. What you into him? And you say, hey man, hey, w- would you go out with me? But it's good. this this person has to be nice, right? It has to be cool. You have to be attracted to him some sort of way, like really cool. Just pull it off as a joke. I don't care. But yeah, like, hey man, would you go out with me? And this person like looks at you like. Maybe you're still like saying, yeah, yeah, sure. But most people say, why? I say, yeah, i tell you why. Because I have an iPhone. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, this is something you could pull off. And uh, matter of fact, I, I did it in the United States, but at the beginning when I was arriving here, like, hey, man, I, that would be cool to say that. And uh, obviously, like, yeah, well, there's a problem. I already, I already have an iPhone, so why would I need yours? Well, I, I mean, there's a, another story to that. But the p- bottom line is um, that that has some status to it. Or an Armani suit or a Porsche or a Mercedes, that has a status to it, no? That's why people buy into it, because that's status. So then obviously is an aesthetic appeal, which I call the design aspect. And that's really important, because how attractive is your product? How does it look? Is it look does it look cool? Hey, man, that's, that's cool. iPhone looks cool. How about a bottle of water? How's the design of that? Is it like a shitty, ugly design where you're saying, hey man, they they still have the store from the first World War or something like that? Come on. So yeah, aesthetic appeal is important when you design a product. Product design, basically. Then obviously emotion. How does it make me feel? Does it make me feel good? What what emotions are being triggered? Now obviously when you go to the Apple store, you buy an Apple, man, you're, has, you're happy as hell. You never could afford an Apple product and you waited 10 years. You have a good job now. You were this kid who always envied that. Your parents couldn't afford it. And now you have your first Apple product and you're just happy as hell. Like, oh man, this is the best day of my life. This is going to be the best day of my life. When I die, I will be remembered for that. This is going to be the best day of my life. Well, that's, that's, that's an emotion right there. People buy of emotions. How does it make me feel? Cost. How much do I have to give up to get this? Now, trick here is, if you score really high on all the other things, aesthetic appeal, status, emotion, flexibility, easy of use, reliability, speed, efficiency, if you had all these other things out of the ballpark, cost is relatively unimportant because Apple products are shitty expensive, but guess what? Nobody cares because everybody buys into it. Some people would complain and yeah, more people would buy it if it was cheaper. But these people who can't afford it are saving everything to get it. They're they're taking going in debt just to get that product because they want it so badly. So, well, at the end of the day, cost matters. If you have a small service, you're just starting out, so you should um, say, okay, man, what's what's the equal worth to that? And obviously, make it profitable for you. But that's something you need to think about. Then let's go get into why that all is well uh matter of fact there's a book it's called trade-off why some things catch on and others don't by kevin maney i would recommend this book basically he describes two terms convenience and fidelity right fidelity things that are quick reliable easy and flexible are convenient right and things with quality status aesthetic appeal which boils down to the sign or an emotional impact are high fidelity, 
right? So, um, so almost every improvement you can make to an offer can be thought of as an improvement in uh, convenience or fidelity. Either you improve that part or this part, but very rarely can you improve both at the same time because there's kind of kind of a contradiction behind that. So let's get get into some successful offerings, trade-offs uh, in the fashion industry. Matter of fact, um, um, here's a really unique example for, for, for the apparel business. So there's Old Navy, Banana Republic, and Gap. Those who are really stylists, stylists and fashionistas, I know you're out there tuning on this podcast, otherwise you wouldn't be called transported because apparently I've been told that you guys are dressing yourself in style. Not like good old Nick who just gives a shit. Well, I, I do give a shit. And um, if I would not invest everything into my business and uh, was already that much, many successful and billionaire and all this stuff, I really would probably be dressing in all the best clothing possible. But right now, if you're starting off, it's not really important. But there, basically, there are three lines. These three lines make the same types of clothing, shirts, pants, and so on. But they offer different trade-offs. Hmm? So instead of um, attempting to make one single clothing line that is designed to appeal to everyone, which is actually impossible because everybody has kind of a different style, everybody wants something different, the company um, focuses on different specific trade-offs, basically, specific um, values that they want to represent. So Old Navy, for example emphasizes functionality, efficiency, basically. It's it's efficient to use it. And low cost, actually. It's low cost and it's functional. Okay? Old Navy. It's it's just basically a cheap closing. And people will buy into it because it's functional and it's low cost. Gap is more for the style people. It represents fashion. It's at a moderate, it's a medium price point, I would say. And Banana Republic, I mean, these guys, these, these are all for aesthetics and status, and therefore they charge top dollar at premium price, right? So each line, we're talking about Old Navy, Gap, or Banana Republic, has its own identity and appeals to a different type of customer, even though the closest may be manufacturing manufactured using the same processes and the revenues flow to the bank to the same company because the same one company owns all these different closing lines right but they have different trade-offs different positions different types of value propositions for different customers so they will be able to catch everybody's attention who has a different spot budget and a different need to solve and that's the bottom line that's what you need to be aware of when you develop your product, I always say to offer three services, three products at a different price point with a specific trade off. In my business, I do the exact same thing. I'm in a service business, right? Branding business, um, consulting business. With every single product I have, I offer three different uh, solutions at a specific price point. Cheaper, medium price, and premium price, okay? And they appeal to different customers. That way, I'm not going to focus on 
one group, I'm going to focus on three groups, and these are going to be the majority, right? And every single one, hey, man, I'm attracted to this part of the, of, of the service, he will get this one. And the guys who are looking for the premium top dollars thing with the really high end stuff, guess what? They're going to use the other thing that is more expensive, but that's going to work out for them, right? So that's what you need to be thinking of when you start your business. Think about what I just told you. Old Navy, Banana Republic, and Gap. They are the prime example, a really cool example of what it is. Apple is kind of unique, okay? They only are in the expensive thing, but they have a real brand behind it. So if you build a brand, if you follow this content, well, you can charge whatever you want because people are going to buy into you. But you have to have the story behind you. And very few brands are out there. Apple is the most valuable brand on the planet right now because everybody follows it. They can charge anything. They could raise the price. They could do everything. Think bad things happen in the company. People would still buy it. Why? Because it's a great brand. It's a great product. And that's what you need to be aware of. That being said, my only message to you is develop your great product. And let me know when it's done. Contact me. I'll be your first customer. Thanks for tuning on this podcast. And let's see you in the next episode tomorrow. Hey, what's up? So glad that you tune in on today's episode. And since you're still here, the least you could do is to leave this podcast a five-star rating. Just uh, scroll down, leave a review, and support this movement on good old iTunes. We want to make this podcast the best podcast show on the planet. We are, quite frankly, the honest show, that's for sure. But in order to achieve that number one spot and in the top 10 and keep the momentum going, please recommend this show to two people at least. And do a brother a favor and give us a shootout to fight the big guys, will ya? That being said, thank you so much again for, for spending some time with me today, listening to this ep- episode, taking some notes, and, and setting a trend with the information you gained today. Anyways, if you have any questions about anything I talked about or anybody said, hit me up on Instagram at nicholas.polito and always subscribe to What's the Trend. Have a great day and uh, see ya in the next episode.